Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. If you feel like your allergies are having a comeback tour and you want relief quickly, you can try Astapro. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny, and itchy nose and sneezing. And it starts working in just 30 minutes. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Use this directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Welcome to Switched on Pop. I'm songwriter Charlie Harding. When I first heard the song Super Lonely, I was probably scrolling through TikTok trying to forget everything in the world. And then I heard it again and again and again. After hearing it many times, the song's hook resonated with me and seemingly the rest of the world as well because we've all felt super lonely at times during the pandemic. And that shared emotion has led to great success for Super Lonely, which has moved from TikTok to the Billboard charts and has made a star out of the 20-year-old artist behind the song. I wanted to talk with her about how it came to be, what it was like to find success in an industry that was locked down, and how she's connecting with her global audience while touring is nearly impossible. So I'm excited to introduce you to one of my favorite new artists. Hello, my name is Binny. And I am a musician <laughs> from New Zealand. <laughs> you can hear in her voice that Benny is really fun to chat with. But her song Super Lonely was actually born out of heartbreak. So I have been dating this guy and it's August. I decide that I'm, I break up with him and I'm going to L.A. for a month. I was at the airport and I, I'm leaving with just my manager. My mum is going to come like, after a week of being there, because I need her for my emotional support, <laughs> like, human, animal, I just accepted that I was going to be, like, sad for a majority of the trip. I just want to cry in my room alone. But Benny can't just stay in her room. Her label has set up a month of songwriting sessions that will go towards her next EP called Stella and Steve. So Benny has to get to work and get ready for her first session. I was, like, kind of nervous to be going to a session we went to this studio called The Treehouse, and it's the first session that I'm in. And I'm working with my producer, Josh Fountain, and my friend called Jenna Andrews. She was like an hour late, and I was like, I was nervous. She's nervous because she's about to have a co-writer, and this could go a million ways. Jenna could walk in and take over and write her whole song for her. There's a history full of producers stepping on songwriters' feet. She doesn't want to end up like the monkeys who had limited studio time and then had to fight for the right to put their own music out under their own name. Very silly name. Yeah, so this is her first big session, and it could set the precedent for things to follow. But then her co-writer Jenna walks in and says, Hey girl! And it was just like, hey. And it was just, it was just like this huge like catch-up session. From the start, she said, like, I'm not here to write your song for you. Like, we're gonna talk about it and we're gonna bounce ideas off each other. And I was just like, okay, cool, like, this is not so scary. Like, <laughs> I trust that she's gonna help. She's not gonna like get in my face. And I think that we worked really well together because we kind of laid out what we were comfortable with at the start and, and talked about it. 
sometimes it just takes an open ear to help process where we're at and turn our woes into something creative. I didn't actually start writing like until like an hour in because we were literally just like talking about our lives and I was telling her that I had just broken up with my boyfriend and, and then <laughs> and telling her exactly where I was at and she was just like relating to everything, which was really nice. And I think that I needed like someone, like a kind of a female figure like that at that point because I was pretty alone in LA where everything is quite like unfamiliar to me. Everything she's going through is setting Benny up to write a real tearjerker. You know, like Adele-level sad. I'm just thinking, like, all right, I'm going to use this to, you know, to help me. <laughs> it's going to be like a, a retreat thing. And I feel like that's usually what happens when I am sad or whatever kind of emotions I'm feeling. I always want to put that into a song and write about it. So Benny, Jenna, and Josh start writing the first song of the trip that will end up being Benny's most successful song yet. And I think in part it's because of the raw emotions that she's channeling. I'm going to write like a super self-deprecating song and I'm going to swear on it and say that I fucked up and I'm a loser. I know I fucked up, I'm just a loser. I really was like, people are going to hate this song, but I'm having a lot of fun writing it, so I don't actually care. Then I write a song and it ends up being... A kind of happy song. I've been lonely. Mm. Ah, yeah. She writes a happy song with sad lyrics. She even has a term for that. I want like a sad kind of banger. And I just write this song where I'm super self-deprecating. And I'm just poking fun at myself for being upset because I don't like feeling sorry for myself. I've never heard the word super lonely. <laughs> How does this come to you? That was an ad lib that I um, made up when I was in the booth. I was just kind of like, we had laid down like the verses and the chorus and everything. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to like, I want to scream and I want to swear. And Josh, my producer, was like, okay, cool. And I went in there and I just kind of, I don't know, I just kind of repeated it. I'm a lonely bitch. Super lonely. <laughs> just kind of made made up a bunch of things that came to me at that time. How does it feel that something that you just completely ad-libbed ends up <laughs> forming your career? Dude, <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I think that's the way that I've been I've been working recently with most of my work and it's kind of just crazy when people like that kind of stuff cuz like, oh shoot, cool. <laughs> cool beans. What's great about this line is that it just occurs to her. It's what feels most true, what's on the top of her head. It's not poetic or flowery. It's just what she's feeling. And the goofy vulnerability in which she coins that term is, I think it's what connects with so many people. I feel like you can, you can understand who I am just listening to it. Like, I feel like people know me after listening to it, you know? Did this song help you get through that breakup? I don't know. I'm like... I don't know, because honestly, I'm still, like, I still haven't, like, fully, like, moved on from it. So I'm kind of like, nah, not really. Just to be clear, the song has been played almost 400 million times on Spotify alone, and it didn't help her get over her breakup. That's why breakups suck so much. This is everything you need to know about a breakup. You could have 20,000 people and their dogs dance to your song on TikTok, and you still not get over it. I mean, I feel like healing after, like, breakups is just 
like icky. I, you, I can say that it helped, but I also feel like I'm still waiting, still freaking waiting to get over this person. <sighs> but yeah. But you're about to drink. Okay, so Super Lonely didn't work for Benny, but it did work for so many other people. They loved this sad banger, and I wanted to know how she came up with it. So I asked Benny to break down the sounds, lyrics, and feelings of Super Lonely. I started the session by saying that I really wanted to make it like a melancholic, but also kind of like a beachy sound, and I think that that was definitely where the guitar strumming kind of came in. I feel like the New Zealand sound is very, it's pretty like beachy and like summery for a lot of artists, but it's also like kind of sad. I kind of just was speaking to Josh and being like, okay, I want it to be like upbeat and fun and then I can write some real sad stuff. And so I think that's when he kind of, the percussion and all of that is kind of like a stroll in the park. It's like kind of light and it's, I don't know, it's happy. I think, I feel like the bass is like, like one of my favorite parts of the song. I think um, Josh played the bass. And I feel like he just did such a good job of kind of making it like, I don't know, it's kind of like animated or like it reminds me of like a cartoon or something. And I feel like that kind of carries the whole song in this like weird kind of funky way. And then, and then I start singing. And then you have my vocals over the top and me swearing and stuff. And I, I don't know, I just wanted to come in like strong and like hard and be like, yeah, this is the real tea. This is, this is the fun. But yeah, I think, I, I always think like starting with a chorus is always, I always like to start with a chorus. I think it's quite fun. It's like, here I am, this is me. <laughs> now I'm in the bathtub crying, think I'm slowly sinking. Bubbles in my eyes now, maybe I'm just dreaming. In the verses, I specifically asked Josh to put, like, a ton of autotune on my voice because I love that sound. Like, I, I was listening to, like, a bunch of, like, a Travis Scott kind of stuff. She saw my eyes, she know I'm gone. I see some things that you might fear. At that point, and, like, even James Blake has, like, used a ton of, like, autotune and stuff in his songs. as you feel right. Where is my beautiful life? So I wanna do it in that kind of style where I'm, it's kinda of like almost like spoken, kind of wordy, like singy, like rappy vibes. Um yeah, I mean this was when I was kind of getting into the like this is the sad stuff that's actually happening. Water is pouring down from the ceiling. I mean this would happen and this is me just kind of I don't know, just like this is how I was feeling. Like that you kinda of have like this like weight on you, I think, when you're upset and you kind of feel like the world is like against you and you're kind of just like I don't know. I just like super, super sad girl at this point. I think the auto tune kind of covers the fact that that it's actually kind of sad stuff. Does the auto tune make it feel safer to say for you? Definitely. Oh, heck yeah. I think. I think even the beat. Like I was like, I, I, I don't think I would write this kind of stuff if I was if it was like a really slow beat. But then I did do a sad version of the song. So the lonely version. Yeah, <laughs> the lonely version. Exactly. All of my friends, though it's happened, 
think my favorite moment from this song <laughs> is the the tiny little second just between the pre-chorus and the chorus when you say, ah! That one. <laughs> that one. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like that. It's like, ah! Yeah. That was fun. Th- these were We were all laughing, like, in the studio, which felt good. It's kind of when you realize that you can you can literally do anything when you're making a song. You kind of just get in there and you're like, fuck it. I'm going <laughs> to scream. Turn down the speakers. It's going to be loud. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite parts as well. I think, I think lyrically I was just kind of <laughs> just being really mean to myself. <laughs> but, then also, but then also being like, I am actually sad, by the way. I'm in this big world. It's a mad world. I was definitely kind of referring to L.A. and how I felt when I was there because it felt very massive and... And I was very, like, little, and I, I was kind of just like... <laughs> Start crying. No. Oh, right. I think what stands out, like, for me now, listening to it, is, like, the, the ooze and the ad-libs, I think. I'm a sad girl in this big world. It's a murder. I tried to make it sound really, like, pretty and, like, cutesy with the... And then, I mean, the ad-libs are just, like, it was me just letting it all out and, like, venting. I always try to, like, figure out, like, lyrics and stuff for, like, a a post-chorus, but I think in this one I would... I was just kind of like, I'm just going to la, 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 because it's la, 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 la. I feel like sometimes when you're, like, sad, that's kind of like the vibe. It's like, la, it off. Yeah, and then it blends in with lonely so nicely. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> ridiculous when I'm asked to like speak about like deeper meanings in the song and like I did a genius video on it and I was like oh people are gonna think I'm so dumb because it's not a super deep song and I don't think that I don't think that when I was writing it I was like really thinking about it like overthinking anything and I think that it's kind of just like throw away like you know things I will say I would say to like mm, my best friend when I'm sad like taking taking the piss out of myself. I think it's a good thing that Benny didn't overthink this one because it might not have ended up being the biggest song of her career. And yet the path that it took to get there wasn't so clear. The song came out on her album Stella and Steve in November of 2019 in New Zealand. It had some success in New Zealand and Australia. And yet it wasn't until March 2020, just as the pandemic is taking off, that it becomes a smash overnight success on TikTok. I talk with Benny about how that all went down right after the break. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. If you have allergies, then I've got a familiar scenario for you. You wake up on a beautiful spring morning and peek outside to get a feel of that nice breeze, but then you start to feel a little tickle in your nostrils. That tickle is the spring air telling you to go be a hermit and avoid the outside because you'll soon be a sniffling, sneezing mess. 
but don't listen to it. Allergies suck, but a good nasal spray makes all the difference. I personally learned that I suffer from adult onset allergies, and it's a real bummer, but a good allergy med makes all the difference for my ability to go out in the springtime to smell magnolias, my favorite flower. If you also want relief quickly to get back to breathing in the spring air, you can try Astapro. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. And it starts working in just 30 minutes. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. The path to Super Lonely was not so straightforward. Just a few years before Benny's breakout global success with the song, she'd been working on music on the side while flipping pizzas and just starting out university. Just two weeks into school, she has an emotional epiphany. I came home after, like, the Friday of this. I think it was the Friday. Yeah, it was the Friday. Or maybe it was the Thursday of the second week. And I came home and I, and I just, like, started crying on my bed. And I was just like, Mom, like, Mom, we come here. And I was like, I don't think I want to be doing this right now. Like, I don't think that I want to be here. Like, I want to do music and... I was just breaking down, little quarter-life crisis. And then, she, I mean, she was, like, fully, fully supportive. I mean, she would be fully supportive of whatever I would want to do. But she was kind of just like, you can go back if you feel like you want to go back. But, you know, if it doesn't feel good, you can you can make pieces and you can work on music. Like, you've got stuff to do still. So she told me to do whatever, and I dropped out. To make pizza and make music. Yep, Exactly. And it was great. Benny connects with her producer, Josh Fountain. They make some songs that start to do well in New Zealand and Australia. She puts out her first EP, Fire on Mars, in June 2019. And things are going pretty well on the home turf. She even follows that up with a second EP, Stella and Steve, just six months later, which features our song, Super Lonely, as the third single. The song has been out in public for five months when all of a sudden... I am getting sent a bunch of these, like, videos on Instagram, and I'm like, what is what is this stuff and what is this TikTok thing? And I got the app, and I was like, oh, shoot, like, this is... What is happening? The song is trending on TikTok, and seemingly everyone is reproducing videos with Super Lonely as the backing track. 
when I had people reaching out to me from Mexico, I was like, okay, this is insane. Yeah. This is like Lil Nas X. This is like, that, that's what someone told me. This is like what happened to Lil Nas X. And I was like, oh, that's insane. It was the second biggest song of the month. Yeah, that's insane. Of all of TikTok. I mean, only Savage was played more than Super Lonely. Dude. I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Yeah. Sassy, moody. So your song ends up being the second most popular song on TikTok that month. It goes all over the world from there. Go back to March 2020. What is this supposed to do for you? I kind of tell my manager not to tell me too much stuff like, you know, like, you're gonna, like it's going to make you a star. Like, I hate, I hate, like, that kind of talk. So I feel like, I feel like most of that kind of stuff he doesn't, like, he doesn't kind of speak to me about hmm. because I, I don't like it. It hmm. freaks me out, you know? I mean, it must be strange that the greatest success of your career is happening in one of the worst times for the world. And typically when someone has this kind of moment, yeah, you're like going on press tours, getting on airplanes, going all around the world. Where are you? What are you doing? I am in a lockdown in New Zealand and I'm doing Zoom calls every day in my room. It's weird because there's like all of this like really like horrible stuff going on in the world and you're kind of like, like I don't feel good about any of this and, and, and obviously we're in lockdown and it's like, and then you ha- I have this, like, song that is, like, pushing my everything. And I'm kind of just, like, I'm kind of happy, but I'm also, like, sad. And I also feel, like, guilty for feeling, like, good. But, yeah. I don't know. Very weird times and a very weird, like, very weird year. And a weird year for, like, my music to be getting, you know, this kind of, I don't know, response but it's been crazy and it's been good but it's also been weird what do people say to you that this song has done for them in this time i think a lot of them kind of reach out and just say that it's you know it's kind of made them happy and like kind of positive about about being lonely which is nice and i feel like i don't know when when people kind of reach out and say that it's that a song of mine has done something like that for them it's it's pretty crazy what would the benny who's crying on your bed Thursday, second week of mm. university, you're feeling like you're going to drop out, you're making pizzas. What would that Ooh. Benny think of Benny today? Oh, my goodness. I think that they'd be pretty shocked. And I feel like I still am pretty shocked, and it all feels very surreal to me. Um, and I probably wouldn't believe myself. Yeah. What does Benny do with this surreal quality and this shock of success during the pandemic? She, of course, translates it into another wonderful song. My new song is called Snail, and it's my lockdown song, and I wrote it a week coming out of New Zealand lockdown. I was super fascinated by snails for some reason in lockdown, and I, like, tried to keep a couple as pets, and I've actually moved out of my parents' house now, but I think that there's, like, I think it's, like, low-key invested with snails because there are just so many. Like, there are so many, and I just felt inspired to write a song about, like, a snail kind of, like, wondering what a human is doing and and why they're not outside and and living normal life. And it's kind of like this little song about the snail and this human. That's so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Like a snail, you're a guy, kind of mad, I can't fly. When it's day, hide away, come out when it rains, when it rains. Like one of, I think, 
one of my most favourite productions. With Snail, I really didn't want to hold back on, like, going crazy and, and mixing genres. It's kind of like a techno-y. And that goes out like throughout the whole song. And then also the percussion is all like still kind of cutesy and fun, but it's like the that kind of goes over that really heavy like bass. I like to contrast those kind of those kind of things. I feel like it it's nice like blending it all together. Like a big stew. As I wake down goes day I comes night look alive And I'll meet you in the park The moon will light up my path Everything's passing by I think here I'm like kind of speaking like I'm the snail and I had like a vocoder on my vocals which I kind of had never really used before but I was super excited about it and I was like okay crank the vocoda As I wake down goes day how comes night look alive? I was thinking like kind of like like the soundtrack that you'd hear to like a like a short kind of film where it's kind of like someone's like riding on a bike and it's like there's like this weird kind of like synthy music going on in the background. I feel like if you take away some of the kind of the 8080 like heavy stuff in here, I feel like it can't. I don't know, it kind of feels like that to me. It's sort of cinematic, except it's a like yeah. honey I shrunk the kids on a snail. <laughs> <laughs> yup, <laughs> exactly. It's like a snail, you're a guy, kinda mad, I can fly. When it's day, hide away, I'll come out when it rains, when it rains. I'm like a snail, you're a guy, kinda mad, I can fly. When it's day, hide away, I'll come out when it rains. It doesn't make any sense. And like Super Lonely, I think this was one where I was kind of just like having fun with it and, and playing with these ideas that that I'm like a snail and I'm like kind of stuck in a house and that I'm I kind of added another character to this to to my narrative where it's like I'm speaking to someone and and wondering why they're not you know free and and outside and it's kind of like this whole story where I'm like meeting up with this person to kind of like be free and I'm a, I am a snail I kind of am a snail it seems as though you really use levity as a way to deal with some of the most difficult situations going on in your world and our world. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I kind of feel like it's sort of a Kiwi like a, a Kiwi thing. I feel like a lot of friends of mine and and myself, I feel like we kind of, you know, we tend to to kind of find like a joke to kind of mask the fact that we're sad or like, you know, we can we can kind of joke about it and we can like relate. That is definitely my approach to songwriting. A lot has happened for you in one of the strangest periods of everyone's lives. And who knows what the future is going to look like for anyone. Nonetheless, I'm still curious, given that you've gone from making pizzas, trying to make music, to really making music, what would Benny today want to say to Benny five years from today? I like to remind myself to not take myself too seriously. I feel like I like to remind myself just to kind of have fun with stuff and and to kind of, yeah, not take myself too seriously and not overthink too much stuff because I do that a lot and it tends to, like, not be the bestest. But, yeah. 
seems like the way that you're writing songs and the way that they are connecting with people, if you uh, keep that in mind, it's going to keep working for you. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> this has been genuinely one of the most fun conversations I've got to have on the show. Thanks, dude. Nice talking to you. Cheers. Bye. Switched on Pop is produced by Bridget Armstrong, Megan Lubin, Nate Sloan, and me, Charlie Harding. And I want to say a big special thanks to our guest producer this week, Andrea Salenzi, for mixed, mastered, and engineered by Brandon McFarlane, social media by Abby Barr, and illustrations by Iris Gottlieb. Our executive producers are Nishat Kurwa and Liz Kelly Nelson, and we're a member of the Vox Media Podcast Network. You can find all of our social media stuff at Switched on Pop. Please send me fun suggestions. I really do love listening to them. And we'll be back again next week. And until then, thanks for listening. One final shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. You know what's a terrible question? What's your favorite part of having nasal allergies? I don't know. Absolutely nothing. Luckily, you might be able to find some relief with Astapro. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. And it starts working in just 30 minutes. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount. That's astaproallergy.com. Use this directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Why do you run? Why does anyone? I always thought that runners loved running, and that's not the case. Most runners hate running, <laughs> but they choose to do it. In the new docu-series Running Sucks, brought to you by Team Milk, Abby Ayers learns why women runners everywhere are driven to go the distance. It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. Team Milk is about fueling women's performance and helping them along their marathon journeys. You can sign up now for the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon, taking place in Savannah, Georgia, on November 16th, 2024. Learn more and register at everywomansmarathon.com.